Hey everyone, this is Georgiana from Beagle Cat, and today we will be discussing during our third edition of the Insight Podcast with Anna from Penta. Hello, Anna. How are you doing today? Hi, Anna. Just a quick introduction. Anna is the HR lead of Penta and has been working in the field of HR for over five years. And in case you didn't know, Penta is the digital platform for business banking aimed at SMEs and startups. The company is on the mission to disrupt business banking in Europe and worldwide by building a platform of connected services around a bank account, which would allow business owners to use one platform for all their financial needs. Wow, that's a very, very complex description of Penta. <laughs> it's yeah, the one I found on LinkedIn, actually. <laughs> Okay, uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself, Anna. You're currently HR lead and you've been part of the Penta team for how long? Uh, I've been part of Penta a year and a month, actually, to this day. So quite some time. Okay. What's it like to be a person in this cold world of finance as we, the other mortals, see it? Um... I'm not sure if it's called uh, world of finance, if I can put it like that, uh, but it's different. It's not actually that different. I don't know. I don't see much difference in industry uh, in terms of HR. I think the, the largest uh, difference is actually in the recruitment and how do you recruit for people and how do you approach people and how do you make sure to have a proper talent mm-hmm. rather than in HR uh, because... Um, you also have like tech department within Penta, you have finance department within Penta, you have product department. So in terms of departments for HRs and how you actually do stuff, there isn't that much of a difference. The recruitment is the largest difference, definitely. Mm-hmm. And what, how, how do you mean that? In what way? <laughs> well, it's the banking world. So <laughs> it's a different mm-hmm. sort of a recru- recruitment. Plus, this is a digital bank. So you don't have many people who, you don't have many digital banks in total. So it's, you need yeah. a mix of banking people with digital knowledge. And that one is very rare. Plus the, the, the candidates know it's very rare. Mm-hmm. So you have a clash on the market, who needs what and how. And all the big names have arrived in Berlin recently, like Revolut, like Conto, yeah. and mm-hmm. 6 is rising. So even though that we're not the same part of... Um, product and we don't do the same we do uh, only b2b and um, not uh, we do only c2c not b2b like uh, like 1026 you're still sort of a competitor mm-hmm. so it's very thirsty and bloody out there on the market for for the for the banking people and knowledge from the banking sector okay well actually i've i've heard a lot about about penta these um past months and I think there's been a lot of press coverage but also a lot of word of mouth in Berlin how how do you think or what was your perception about this action about all of this buzz going around the company would you say hype is a good thing and how does it impact company culture how did it happen for Penta actually not in general you need to have hype because you're a startup otherwise you're never going to be heard so that's a good for startup um, depending on which stage and what you need at the moment. But we we need clients, we need people to hear about us. We are stealing 
other bands' clients. So mm-hmm. we need to be very disruptive, uh, unfortunately, in that sense. Because mm-hmm. if you're a Deutsche Bank or Comets Bank, we want you to transfer to Penta. So we are disruptive. Otherwise, people won't hear about us. So it's okay. Like, it's sweet and it's cute. But I think that you can read about many, many companies. I think that we're disruptive in fintech and we are there on all the bells. The rest of it, I think that we're not that loud or it's my perception. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And is, is your perception the same as the people's perception throughout the company? What would you say? I, I, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen, like, this is the first time I'm in the office for a uh, past month and a half. So I haven't seen people in person for a really long time. And when you speak via Zoom or something, I'm not sure if I get always the proper answers. And there's so much time you can speak via Zoom. Mm-hmm. So I actually have no idea. This is the first time uh, I got the, the afternoon in the office and there are 10 of us and I'm trying to speak as, to as many people as That's possible. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, you know, as I was browsing through the Penta website, actually um, something caught my eye among the Penta values that you have stated there or the Penta way of doing things. I noticed ownership and growth mindset, which to me seem like two of the most important aspects to have in mind when building a strong team, you know. So why these two specifically and how do you and how does the team feel about them? Uh, why specifically there isn't any smart answer at this moment it was there and it's something that all startups start with so those are not the two things that actually define us if you ask co-founders or people that have been longer in Penta I think that what defined us is craziness and boldness those mm-hmm. two are more as age to everything else the growth mindset you have to have it because we are thirsty and we are playing with big players so if you don't grow basically we're just going to lose everything and ownership like in any startup we unfortunately don't handhold anyone it's basically you need to like when you when you arrive even as, as an intern you already have to take the ownership of the things handed over to you mm-hmm. so it's not just like a very cuddlish corporate world where you can actually have step by step and layered it's a very like uh, spot-on hands-on experience that you can have Well, you know, I've I've seen these values painted on on the walls, so to speak, of many companies, but it it doesn't always happen that they're actually put into practice, you know. So congratulations for that, because I'm really getting a very good vibe when it comes to to the company you work for. So I think this is super nice. And um, actually, how can a young talent manager or HR manager get, get to this point where they create this very nice company culture and where they create a, a company where people actually enjoy coming to work. I know it's very big. It's a big question, a very bold question. Yeah, people ask a lot about that question. So uh, <laughs> I like to break down the myth. HR doesn't carry the culture. We, we facilitate for the culture and we are there to maintain the culture. The culture is actually carried by the C-level, by the co-founders, by board or someone like that. HR will never set the culture. And I think that people have the misconception, like as HR, you need to set up the culture. At the end of the day, as much as I would like, this is not my company and people shouldn't follow my lead because you have the leaders actually to do that. If you're among the C-level, so I'm somewhere between C-level and extended management, if you're among them, you definitely need to pitch in, but HR doesn't 
defined it in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Carrying out the culture, again, we facilitate, we put the pressure on the sea level to do certain things, to make them more mindful that there are certain things that we need to follow as, as a company in our culture, that we need to do certain things in a certain way. Okay. But not more than that. We can actually help with the team building, setting up the cultural interviews, organizing the workshops and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say that we are very celebrated in that because since we started, Penta was the biggest company. Uh, the biggest thing for us was to travel between two offices and to see people. And mm-hmm. since Corona actually hit us, things they hit us very low. And we are still struggling with not seeing the people from other offices offices so the culture is still there but you can see the real struggle of people not being able to speak with other offices in person so i'm not sure how it's going to look like uh, by the end of the year actually it should be fun um but let's say if you had i don't know the best piece of advice you could give to someone who's struggling to get there what would that be Uh, the best piece of advice with the culture, be patient and be consistent. But it's general, not only for pent or startups. No, it also works for parenting, this thing. Yeah, When I think exactly. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Um, our following question regards employee engagement and onboarding. I personally feel very strongly when it comes to employee onboarding, and I know for a fact that companies struggled with this issue greatly during the pandemic. Actually, employees have start, have struggled with staying engaged these past months. And again, this brings us to our to our previous question. How are you managing the entire work from home scenario? How how do you feel about it? You personally and you as a as a company and as a team. Oh, I'm not sure if I can reply to that question. Uh, and I'm not sure if I'm the best person because I'm so tired of Corona and so tired of uh, like, debating like about it because yeah. we need to have a new set of rules. Uh, we are changing it. Berlin has changed the rules seven times since Corona started. Mm-hmm. And I'm professionally and personally very tired of Corona. So I have no idea how to actually give anyone advice. I need to work from home because I have quite a lot of meetings, so the office wouldn't pay out that much. I think the good side of Berlin is that you can actually have your colleagues as neighbors, which we actually have, and then we would meet in the parks. So I think there is still like the connection between people. How are we coping? I don't know. We did have a couple of very serious mental illnesses because of Corona and uh, some anxieties from people and uh, quite a lot of... Um, not nice stuff uh we did give quite a lot of freedom to people in terms of mental health support online counseling mental days off yeah. but I, this is not only an employer's effort it needs to be from the government effort and governments are not helping anyone because they're just putting the salt on the wound yeah. so us as an employer we actually extended for yoga online counseling uh, counseling um uh, mental health days off like many many things like the sick leave policy and everything but the the the, the environment is not helping us uh, that much if i can put it like that mm-hmm. and i don't know like it's different but you can feel the fatigue with everyone and everybody are very at the end of their nerves if they have to have another zoom meeting they to that day they would rather skip it than have it so you can feel the the fatigueness I totally agree. I think the, the government has spoken to any to everyone except for the actual people who have to suffer the consequences of their measures in Berlin. It's it's craziness. Everyone struggles with depression and anxiety, and it's like the government isn't even looking into that. So, 
yeah, I don't know. Times don't look uh, don't look that well from that perspective. Now, when we have the offices in Belgrade and they had the police curfew, yeah. so we had to switch the timing of their work because otherwise they would never leave their house. So that was a whole mess on its own, which I don't want to speak about, but let's just put it like we're all looking at the 31st of December as our savior, at least for three days as holidays. Yeah, and so then hopefully something will change. That. Yeah, it's it's the same. I, and I see it in, in Romania and in Germany at the same time. It, it really isn't very optimistic. Yeah. What do you love most about your job? Uh, what I love most about my job... Um, I think it's really cool when you actually, uh, when you're maturing career in HR and then when you see how certain processes actually develop and how they impact people in their career development. Mm -hmm. But it's now in career. I wouldn't say that many people can see it in the first three or four years. But now when I've been to two startups and then you actually set up the processes, that moment of realizing how people actually function and what you can do much easier It's is uh, quite nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. And should you have the possibility to do whatever you want in Penta or, I don't know, whatever other company, what would that be? Something very idealistic. I don't know, something that you've thought about for a long time. Something very idealistic. Uh, we would actually have put in all the processes and decision-making in emotion. Because we are still a startup and we are still in the chaos. So if I could do that, I would. <laughs> okay, super cool. Okay, and actually this brings me to the last question. For the young HR and talent managers just starting out, what do you feel has mostly helped you get where you are? How would you sum it up in three main things, three main ingredients? Three main ingredients, uh, think long-term, not short-term. Uh, people fall into trap that something needs to be done now, now, now. And nature is the yep. crucial there to sit and be patient as possible uh, because otherwise if we fail, everything goes to hell in split of a second. So there is no need to rush. And even if somebody's sitting on your back or repeating themselves, you can always sit a couple of days and think for long-term rather than short-term. And if you actually settle for less, be sure to communicate that for employees because otherwise it will come and bite from one side or the other. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one is don't be afraid to challenge people because we are in a very... Um, Um, how do you say, uncomfortable situation where between employees, between C-level, between business and stuff like that. But nonetheless, the challenge should go towards all levels, no matter what, and um, try to make people mindful about their actions. Because otherwise, everything will spin off very, very soon. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the third one, don't forget to do your administration on time. <laughs> okay. Because sometimes, yeah, if you didn't, yeah. Yeah. It, it does also come and bite you as well mm -hmm. okay super nice thank you so much Anna for, for talking to me today I wish you the best of luck in everything you do in uh, growing the company and on the personal side as well and hope to talk to you soon again likewise okay. Georgina and to meet in person maybe after Corona yes sure in, uh, in Berlin or elsewhere This is Georgiana from BeagleCat, and you listen to the third edition of the Inside Podcast. Stay tuned. Bye.